Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh, at the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly. Unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. Hey there, and Welcome to Bailey and Curly Unfiltered. I think we're about episode eight. So how are you, Bailey? I'm going good, mate. How are you? I am sensational. We're recording this Melbourne Cup day. Um, Neither of us really care too much about the horses. However, um, I'm, I'm like most people. I watched the race, I guess, and I thought it was heartbreaking seeing that horse break down in the final straight today. So... Is that you know, what yeah, unfortunately, the the top weight, um, Anthony Van Dyke, <laughs> great name for a horse, um, broke its uh, fetlock, which um, I'm sure is the front. And it just, you could see it when it happened. And uh, you, that that's the real sad side, I guess, of the Melbourne Cup. So. Yeah, and that's why I don't really support it, because I could be wrong here, but that horse probably would have got shot at the end of that race. Yeah, it was euthanized, so... Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, so Melbourne Cup Day, unfortunately, celebrated right around Australia. People won lots, people probably lost lots, and unfortunately, uh, um, we lost a beautiful creature in Anthony Van Dyke. Bailey, you've been looking forward to this podcast. The kids... But the kids we're are loose. loose. <laughs> we're loose. My, and I, and the interesting thing, I, I was talking to someone who is in Melbourne and who's been quite vocal around, um, you know, the lockdown and, you know, actually really interesting journey that person's been on. First, there was a hysteria of that, you know, the... Um, that everyone was going to die, and then all of a sudden, when they've been locked down for three months straight, you could see the tone change with him. But, but it was interesting because um, I was trying to explain our podcast, and I said it's really, yeah. it's really fucking loose. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. hence the reason the kids are loose. So tell me, what's Victoria been like this week? It's it's fucking it's a roller coaster, man. Like mixed emotions, like. 
let's date back to, and like it's it's funny i just people like me won't forget what dan put us through i don't think that even with things open now and i hope not because you know he was saying all week he's got this big announcement sunday to make yeah and i actually i actually found a video on the friday it wasn't for this it was just happened to be a, a segment of him and he was like, I've got a bit, you know, making where I'm going to make announcements someday and then yep. nothing, and then nothing. Yeah. And then no announcements. And and that was just a kick in the guts. And that just made us all very, very angry. It's funny. It's funny that I got two messages from friends on the Sunday saying he's wearing the suit. It's bad news. <laughs> and then. So he didn't it, have the North face on. That came on Monday. Oh. The day after, because we had zero cases, he's like, "Well, he's not. Yeah. He can't fucking face up and say he's still going to close us." Yeah. So it's, yeah, I finally got to see his lies. I finally got to see the lies. And when he lies, he a lot of them say, "I can't recall. I can't recall." <laughs> that's that's the famous yeah. line. I can't recall. So, so instead of saying, "I fucking forgot," <laughs> yeah, or I'm lying. <laughs> You know, we got told six weeks in, in July, you know, mid-September, yeah. but then it got extended and extended and extended. And so I, I literally haven't watched the video since yeah, or heard his voice since he announced yeah. we, he opened up. So let's get to the opening up, hey, shall we? And there was a really big, there, there was a really big deal made of the fact that he didn't uh, front the Saturday press conference after doing it for how many hundreds of days in a row and yeah, everyone yeah, the was saying off. what yeah. a champion and he's well, finally that's... given himself a day off. So that's the thing, like he's everyone like when he announced it, I, I cried. I was like, finally. Yeah. And it was fucking weird to be out. Like the first day I was down there at nine o'clock Went and got a massage. I was second in the door. <laughs> but it's so crazy to see because for us, seeing the shops empty is normal. And now to see all these people, that was normal like six months ago. That was what yeah. it was like. But because we've, it's been empty for so long, it's so weird. I'm like, yeah. like I said to a mate last night down in Tassie, I said, dude, you must forget COVID exists. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. a lot of states probably do because it's been like this for so long now. Oh, we don't. So even though we've had like a month of no community transmission, um, we still have some stupidity in terms of restrictions and borders. And I mean, how's this? I mean, the Queensland border, we're now open to all parts of New South Wales except uh, Sydney. The fuck? Because they announced the other week. That fucking, it was, yeah, closed. Uh, and it's ridiculous. Speaking of the Queensland government, yeah. I've seen the, did you watch the grand final? Uh, the AFL? Yeah, the AFL. Yeah. Yep. When Trent Cochin was making his, from the rich captain of the Richmond Tigers, when he was making his speeches, he thanked the Queensland government and she was sitting there and the crowd booed. I yeah. thought, that's just perfect. But, but... Mate, we had our election on Saturday and she won the landslide, so... Did she? Yep, she she won very, very easy. And this is the thing, if Dan Andrews was to hold an election tomorrow, he would win in a landslide. Yeah, because... 
all this fear around this particular COVID. They're all stuff. fucking heroes for keeping zero cases, and now, yeah. like I've seen a video of uh, his first name's Josh. I can't remember his last name, but he's federal, and he's opposite yeah. of Dan. Oh, Frydenberg, yeah, that's him, yeah. And he was speaking up in um, Parliament, saying we should not be comparing ourselves to the UK. We should not be comparing ourselves to the US, which fucking everyone is. He said yeah. Melbourne should be comparing to Tasmania, New South Wales, Queensland, etc. Which is yeah. true. We're one fucking Absolutely. country, and now we're and a broken country. We are, and we're a divided country, and it is going to take so long, if ever, that it comes back. It it really is. It's just going to be um, horrendous, to be quite honest. So. You know, so we had the state the state elections on Saturday, and most people had seventy percent of the people had already voted from pre polls yep. and postal. Yeah, and so the voter turnout on the Saturday was shit. I mean, it was only thirty percent. So how do you get a gauge of um, of of what sort of a you know in in pre poll in polls and whatnot? Or but. Yep. Um, she she won more seats. I, I can't get over it. In Townsville, there is a crime, a youth crime, uh, real epidemic around that town. People are talking about the crime in Townsville and um, under the Labor government. And lo and behold, they won. They look to win all three seats in town. Like, it's just mind-boggling because keeping people safe is what people have voted on. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, exactly. And like today, I was in IKEA for the second time in two days, and yeah, woohoo! I yeah, fuck. It's, it's it, it is good to be open to be able to do things. I just feel more motivated to get up in the morning and yeah. do little things, and like go to Bunnings and and just go to IKEA, even though the fucking twenty five k rules still apply. But I really don't. Does think it really? Know. Yeah, till Monday. So that's sort of like when you messaged me saying freedom, I was like, well, we're fucking still in this ring. It's still like, yeah. who, like, it's just funny. Like, okay, everything's open. You can see more people probably, but like, who has mum, dad, brother, sister, tattoo shop, everything in their 25Ks? They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like. So, so and I've seen there's still protests going on this week. Wouldn't surprise me. Like I've, I've watched a couple of videos on uh, on YouTube. This guy that's he's always down. He's always down there filming it, and yeah, like, I, I can understand the cops are probably sick of him. But to see the cops down there is disgusting. Like it's there's like hundreds of them, and you can just tell they're like puppets to Dan. They're like they don't yeah. back down. I'm like this is disgusting to see. But going back to IKEA today, like yeah, COVID's changed me. Like like I just don't hold back anymore. I was in Ikea to self-serve and there was one free, right? Yeah. And there was and there was a couple in front of me and I said to the gentleman, I said, are you going to that self-serve? Because, you know, like sometimes they're FPOS only. So I thought, oh, okay, he's got cash. He might be waiting. So I said, oh, is, are you going to that one? Turns around, super angry. She hasn't wiped that one down yet. I are you like, fucking kidding me? Nah, fucking serious. So... I paid for my item, like a few of them freed up. And as I, as I walked away, as I walked away, the lady on the oh. said, thanks, have a nice day. I said, thank you to her. And then to him, I said, if you're scared, stay home. Yeah. I gave, I gave it back to him. I said, no, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. give, give me that attitude. 
it's oh mate it, it just does my head in Matt as you know it was interesting yeah. on the day that you know Victoria reopened there's a number of 24 hour Kmart's down your way and yeah. of course they open at one of minute course. past midnight they're allowed to there was hairdressers and, open and there were people lined up to go it's a I mean there's the demand there for it any day, you know, in normal days. Otherwise, they wouldn't be open 24 hours, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so you've got demand and then you've got this pent-up demand because people hadn't been out. So, of course, people took on the novelty. Twitter went vile. Um, I mean, it's amazing the amount of people. Like, what I don't get, Matt, is the people that go to Kmart just to take photos of the crowd just to then post it on Twitter and say, look out, third wave, here we come. Well, I what mean, the if fuck? You, why are you there? <laughs> you exactly. Know? It's you not know. Like- How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. It's not like it was a shock. There was people there, like, been locked up for <laughs> three months. What do you expect? And yeah. you know, there was, I know there was bars open at midnight. There was pubs, hairdressers open at midnight. When like the hairdressers opened the week early or whatever it was, yeah, and, yeah, it's just. And the beaches, yeah. uh, I hear it was a good day on the beach at Melbourne today. And I think it's been thirty degrees yesterday and today. Like I've yeah. been on su- in such a good mood. Like the weather just brings people up. Like yes, yesterday on the way home from IKEA, man. Like what Melbourne have been through, we're just. I can just feel this very strong unite now between yeah. just strangers in the street. I was at the traffic lights, red light in my car. To my left is a pub. <laughs> People outside drinking beer. So what do I do? Were they sitting down? Were they sitting they was, down? <laughs> they were sitting down. So what does Matt <laughs> Bailey do? Cranks up the volume in his car and presses play on Get On The Beers remix. <laughs> Within about three seconds, like the song hadn't even started, but I think it starts off, it started with one case, and at the end of the dinner party, and these people just look at me, and they just get up, start dancing, they raise their glass to me. They even, It was just a fucking happy, like it was yeah. bond we now yeah. have. And they, they showed me Dan Andrews beer coasters. <laughs> I wish I could read what was on it. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, that's good, normal behaviour from people that have endured the world's longest lockdown who are finally happy to be out and about you know i I know when queensland was locked down and you know my fear now with anastasia getting back in so easily based around the i'm keeping you safe if we have another outbreak we will be locked down without a doubt because she knows it's popular so, but the drama is it's not the right thing. It's not the right no. thing to do. Protect the ones that are vulnerable. Um, you know, the, it's this is going to be an interesting wash up if we ever get to wash it up and review it. 
it's just going to be so interesting. So, but yeah, I was blown away by Twitter, mate. Kmart, the Kmart hashtag was trending. Third wave hashtag was trending. And it's just fucking hysteria. Nothing else but hysteria. Yeah. And it's all, it, it's all from the Dan fans. It's, mm. you know, it, it like, just does now, my head in. You know, oh, we've done so well, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what really pisses me off is like, I'm very anti-mask and I wear it 50% of the time. It's fucking 30 degrees. I don't want to yeah. wear a mask. Yeah. Like, how can reducing how much air you have to breathe not reduce like, how you breathe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm no expert, but people say it's all in your head. If you put something over your mouth, surely that makes it harder to breathe. Yeah, how, is yeah. giving you, how is giving you a little space to breathe not... You know, and, and, and you're recycling air. Yeah, and so. I, I, you know, I seen this comment the other day that you know, oh, I live in Melbourne. We went from seven hundred to zero. Masks do work. I'm thinking they went to fucking zero because we couldn't leave. We were in the house. <laughs> of course, no one's going to fucking spread. You know, like like of course, we went from seven hundred to zero. Like, yeah. and it's good to see the cases. I think. Today was double zero, so yeah. You, yep. you know what? Don't, you know what? Donut day is here in Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> donut day. My friend sent me a Snapchat about eight this morning. She said it's donut day, double zero. So I went and got two Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm yeah, like, fuck, I haven't had a donut. Yeah, for a Krispy Kreme's probably. I, I think it's all a conspiracy. So conspiracy from Krispy Kreme yeah, signage sure. companies. You know, people that install perspex. Fucking barriers, they're they're all behind COVID because they're yeah. the ones that are they're the ones that have benefited. So yeah, and, but um, um oh, yeah. mate, I'm just, I'm just pleased that you got through it, and Thanks, I'm pleased mate. that it, Victoria um, got through it. But um, it is yeah, it, re- it really does sort of worry me moving forward. You know, in Queensland, if we get another outbreak or or um some community transmission i've got no doubt that anastasia will just lock us down because uh, i'm keeping you safe and That's the- you know it, it's just um yeah it's, so there's still there's still a lot i mean i'm not going to yambar this year you know i go to yambar every yeah. january and even though the borders are now open and i can get there the reality is that you know, who knows what's going to happen come January. We've still got two months to go. Mm. So we just made the call. I'm not even going to worry about it. I just year. feel like they're going to get us all set for Christmas and then, okay, Christmas is over, <coughs> back to bad news or something because, you well, know, there's talk, talks of everything opening up before Christmas. Well, the interesting thing, Matt, is that they're now talking, from what I can understand, in the World Economic forum whoever they are they're talking about using the lessons from covid to instigate a, a like climate change um some real urgent climate change because obviously when there's no planes flying and there's not a less lot of people on the road, roads yeah. and less manufacturing our emissions around the world have decreased so of course people have said well there's the answer to our climate change lock everyone at home so, um, so it'll be interesting to see when, when, and if we do get out of COVID, as to what then happens, because you know a lot of people are saying international travel won't be until twenty twenty three at the earliest. I'm certainly not planning 
on any international bookings next year. I'm hoping 2022. But it you know that that's going to be a really interesting thing you know especially um you know when we look at what's going to happen to the US so we're on election day now in the US as yeah. as we record this yeah yeah so it is going to be a very interesting day tomorrow we should have a very clear idea by about four o'clock i think here in australia tomorrow afternoon as to who the next president of the United States will be. And I think that's going to be a really compelling story as to what happens in the US. It's going to be a very scary thing. I'm scared. Like, a lot of the musicians I follow, they hate Trump. A lot of them. And it's such a... You know, I actually finished watching The Social Dilemma yesterday or the day before and... An interesting point in there, apart from being addicted to our phones and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they they said two main. They said two things that really stood out to me, and one was fake fake news travels six times faster than the truth, which is yeah. true. Uh, just look at COVID, um, and we stop being friends with people because of who they voted for. Yeah. Yep. And that's such a big divider at the moment, Trump or Biden, like, you know. I I, I think the uh, America's on a lose-lose at the moment, depending on who wins. No matter who wins, I think there's going to be uprest. I, I think if Trump manages to, to get home, there will be, you know, protests like what we've seen already. Yeah, right, I think so across, too. Right across. And then... If Biden gets in, I mean, who knows what these good old boys, you know, the the <laughs> gun-toting people that follow Trump are going to do. So I, I just, it's going to be an incredibly interesting time to be an observer. But, you know, it's going to impact us in some way, shape or form as well. So... Yeah, it's good to see Obama back on the on the trail again. It's good to hear a true politician so he's been out the last week or so supporting biden and you know he's just a magical speaker he's a magical orator um you know i'm not close enough to understand the good things that he did in america or the bad things but but he certainly speaks like a statesman and he um and that was good to see because american politicians they're they're certainly not a statesman at the moment so yeah yeah scary times it is mate it is so so let's hope that it all goes smoothly and you know maybe the fears that you know we have and maybe others have will um not be seen so what have you been up to anyway over since uh lockdown i did i see you on the beach on social media i did i went down Went down on Wednesday, not today, yeah. went down Wednesday to catch up with a mate, and uh, that was good. Went for a swim in the water, very, very cold, yeah. but, and just, just unloaded on him. Like, I just got, he was better than my therapist, I'm not joking, okay. like, he was just yeah, so Yeah, better than the podcast, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, he, he just, I just opened up to him what I was struggling with, and at the end of it, he's like, dude, you're doing pretty good. Like, and you know, understandable 
of what you've gone through, like what you're going through and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, he came from a place of love and, um, and I look up to him as well being, yeah. you know, he's in the creative business as well. And it's good to, to see someone, you know, doing what I want to do and going through what I will eventually do. And so that was good. Had some lunch with him and, it was yeah, it was a nice road trip. And what was funny was I accidentally put the wrong directions. They ended up getting there in the end, but they've actually got the ring of steel set up down there, which I was like, I actually seen it on the way out because I went the proper way, and it's Mornington Peninsula, which is still metropolitan Melbourne. So I don't know why the police were set up there for. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very weird, like looking at what's metro and what's regional. But yeah, Monday everything goes so but yeah man the beach was good got my skateboard back um yeah customer service goes a long way and unfortunately the company i've water they've been ignoring me for three to four weeks truly yeah very disappointed like under warranty it broke it still went but a little part came off so i thought oh that might do something or whatever so they found out about it, and then like two weeks went by after they found out about it. Replied back to my email, ignored me. Oh, this is disgusting. Gave them a one star review the other day. They actually replied to the one star review, told me I wasn't being honest with them. I'm like, if I knew how it broke, but anyway, I couldn't be bothered with them. So I ended up um, reaching out to the electric skateboard community. I'm in Melbourne, and voila, yeah. it got fixed like that. Like that was so good. They. I said, hi, guys. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. Who can I take to get this fixed? And they tagged a few people, messaged a few people, and up get to the right guy who knows his circuit boards and soldering. It just cost me a four pack of Jack Daniels. So, <laughs> so yeah, been out skating today and yesterday, and um, yeah, been good. And bought some LED lights from IKEA for the studio, and just doing some stuff around the house. It is good that shops are open now because there was so much I wanted to do. I just didn't want to like buy online from Bunnings. It was just it's just one of those things where I want to go in and have a look, yeah, and yeah. find find what I'm after. So, because of that, uh, that was another thing that people were quite vocal about on 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 the the Twitter engine too. Is that people were saying um it's almost like you're either think this way or you think that way so of course they they said but everyone's been talking about how bad this is on on small business and the first thing you do is you line up at midnight to go to Kmart yeah yeah 
And one, it one doesn't mean is, you don't support small business. I mean, uh, small business is the the coffee shop, it's the bar, it's the uh, the hairdresser. It's but mm. because you shop at Kmart, doesn't mean you support small business. It's just such a redundant argument. Sorry, um, mate, I cut you off. No, you're right. And one thing that really pisses me off, and I actually, I actually had another therapy session a couple of weeks ago, and I almost hung up on it. I really did. Yeah, um, and I hate myself for almost hanging up because having two because I thought she was talking about like what co how bad COVID is for like the actual virus itself, but she actually meant like the surroundings and what it does to us when we leave our home and to think and all this sort of stuff. And but one thing she said, and a lot of people say, it pisses me off is they're so quick to defend suicide rates like they know they haven't gone up. Like, I don't know why people can't be open to the idea that they may have gone up. Mm. Like, people are so quick to, like, oh, no, but they haven't gone up. So locking people inside's fine. <laughs> so. Yeah. <clears throat> I think there's going to be a number of different rubbery stats. Because one of the comments I made during the week um, to to someone that I know, it would appear that mass gatherings aren't necessarily the breeding ground that people said for COVID. So here in Queensland, we've had stadiums that were 75% full, um, but we were jammed in certain areas of those stadiums. So, um, But no COVID cases came out of that. We've had protests in Melbourne. We've had protests, the Black Lives Matter in Whenever that was, I've forgotten what month back that, in was June. In. that was. That was back June. in June, yeah. and no COVID cases came out of that. We've seen all these coppers tackling people, right? In especially in Victoria, yeah, Because yeah. one of the greatest challenges for Victorian police is how do they get their reputation back? But we've seen all of this like interaction, nice and close, but no COVID cases came out of it. So the COVID risk seems to be in family or intimate gatherings, you know, where you haven't seen your, your nona for a long time or your grandma or your nana. or um, And especially from a cultural aspect, there, there's a lot of that touchy-feely stuff. They, that seems to be the risk. And because... that's what Dan says as well. It's when you, if people come to your home and you let your guard down and you're not practicing social distancing which i hate using that word as oh, as if you're going to practice social distancing with people I, I, I'm at, at home i'm i practice on guitar but how do you practice social distancing it's like the circles on the grass for like yeah. picnics and stuff i thought today who the fuck goes out has a picnic and sits next to strangers anyway you're with your yeah. friends why yeah. would you like even a year ago you're not going to put those dots and crosses down on the floor at home, are you? So, Bailey, exactly. come on over and have a beer. You've got to sit there and I'm going to sit yeah. over here. It's it's just... It's, uh, it doesn't make sense. They're just trying to... I don't know. I still think there's something else behind it. But, like... And I had that conversation with a friend about, you know, 40,000 at the NRL grand final. Yep. Melbourne Storm. Um Victorians were so successful outside of Victoria this year. I know. But, yeah, so 40,000 in NRL, and I was saying, but we can't have people inside gyms. Yeah, yeah. And my friend was like, but it's outdoor. Yeah. 
Can I can I tell you how ludicrous the um, regulations are? So the day or or the week after the grand final AFL up here, so we had thirty thousand in the Gabba, right? The Gabba only yeah. holds forty thousand or something, so seventy five percent. So thirty thousand people in the Gabba. There was a funeral for someone, um, quite a well known person that was also booked for the Gabba. They weren't allowed to have 500 people there. They just weren't allowed. They had to comply with the 40 people rule. And that's why I think the Melbourne Cup, there was going to be 500 people there, but there was a big uproar about it. So that's why they had no one. Yeah, and how sad's that? I mean, you guys lost the spiritual... You've had the heart ripped out of you. The Pretty much. Played up here. No one at Melbourne Cup Day, mind you. It's a it's a piss fest <laughs> all yeah. the time anyway. Oh, it's so, a piss fest. so it probably wasn't such a bad thing. But but the reality is that that's spiritual. I mean, what happens mm. with the so you've got the Oz Open in January. I mean, yeah. the tennis open. I mean, that's huge in Melbourne. So yeah. who knows? So. so Will know. it just continue? And now, Maddie, you wanted to play two truths and a lie to two to get out to get our conversation off COVID. So yeah. to to finalise and uh, for the uh, podcast because we'll try and keep it short this week. Um, two truths and a lie. So I've got two. So yeah, feel free to ask me any questions about it to get a little bit more out of me. Okay. So two truths and a lie. I got my earring ripped out. I went vegetarian for a year, and my suitcase went from New York to Sydney without me. So you had your earring ripped out. Yep. You went vegetarian? For a year. And your suitcase went from Sydney? From New York to Sydney without me. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking the New York, the suitcase thing is something that could happen with just about anyone. But I'm thinking that if your suitcase was on the plane and somehow you didn't, so you would have been at the airport, so potentially Bailey was having a, a couple of um, uh, kombuchas, is, it, is that the way I say it? Kombuchas. <laughs> In the uh, the airport bar, that that could have been a possibility. Um, having the earring out ripped out, I think that's you know, you're a bit of a rock star. People <laughs> flocking to you, you know. There's uh, there's some um, there's some stuff there. A vegetarian for a year sort of stands out to me initially as, but but I know what you do to to keep a girl happy. So if you were going out with a vegetarian or a vegan, <laughs> the reality is that potentially you would have gone vegetarian with them. So so you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say... Is this for the, the earrings. Sorry? Is it, no, I'm oh. going to say the two truths are yep. the earring and vegetarianism and your lie is the suitcase. Oh, so I want to take you through. Earring? Yes. Uh, it was in high school. I was in high school. I had a horseshoe earring and my yeah. mate was next to me 
and his zipper on his pencil case was broken, so he was using using a paper clip, and he had his pencil case up like that, and yeah, caught my earring and ripped out. <laughs> um, so I wasn't an adoring fan. <laughs> no, I was fifteen. Okay, but it's still it's still the truth. Head. Yeah, it was the truth. The lie was the vegetarian. Wow. Wow. But you were so close because I actually dated a vegetarian for a lot <laughs> a lot of years. A lot of years. So and you were spot on with something I would do to keep her happy. But yeah, you know, I, yeah. I never I never I never went vegetarian with her. Um so oh. yeah. And the other truth was the suitcase. So what happened was for anyone that doesn't know, Qantas Flyer well, let's go pre COVID. Melbourne to Sydney, uh, Melbourne to LA, Sydney to LA, etc. Yeah, yeah. And then they also do a LA New York flight. Yeah. So we were in New York. We spent three days there, and we were flying back to LA for four nights. But the plane that goes from New York to LA stops in LA, gets cleaned, new crew come on, and that plane. That's just come from New York, keeps going to Sydney. So we got off in LA. My partner at the time's bag was there, but mine went to Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) So they gave me $60 at LAX. Oh, Wooshka. Yeah. So um, being low maintenance. And and told to wait for a day (laughs) to get your bag back. So I went to Walmart and got some um, got some clothes and bits, and then yeah. got it ba- got it back on the second to last night. The last night there, it came back. Yeah. Um, we left on the first. We were just there like two years ago to the date because it was it was Halloween. Yeah, we spent Halloween at Universal Studios. We got back to the hotel around two or three a.m. And the suitcase was there <laughs> waiting for me. So then the next the suitcase, day... The suitcase was the obvious truth. And um, because it was so obvious, I thought, no, nah, he's thrown me here. Yeah, no, nah, I... Um, yeah, so you got it back. And then, yeah, the next day, we flew out, like, the next day, then that night. But, yeah, I had my suitcase. All righty. And uh, funny, speaking of Walmart, I bought something from Walmart... <laughs> It took three days to get from San Francisco to Sydney. Yeah. It took 21 days to get to Melbourne. I got it yesterday, finally. Wow. 21. It got to Sydney on the 12th of October. You've got to love Walmart, but don't you, when you're in the States? You've got to love it. And I I just look behind me because uh, on my shelf I've got a little NFL ball, a Wilson ball that oh, yeah, I bought yeah. from war, from just next to that. On air, yeah, I can see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so twelve ninety five. <laughs> yeah. I won't say what I bought because it's it's for mum and she's, uh... she'll listen to this. So I want to, she'll pick out the two truths on a lie in a heartbeat. <laughs> Excellent. All right, yeah. so my turn. Yes. All right. So I used to, and, you know, I wasn't prepared for this. So this is on the spot. So you'll probably guess it. I only told him two weeks ago, guys. (laughs) 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 
we have a loose we have a loose podcast. There's no structure to this, but anyway. Um, so my my um, my first truth I, is I that mean, no 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 I'm going. They're all truths. You got to pick oh, the lie. So right. so I used to play in representative rugby league uh, teams with a, a gentleman called Alan Langer who went on to become one of Queensland's greatest halfbacks. I've shared the stage with um, the, the person that can only be described as the number one leadership expert in the world, and that's John Maxwell. And then when I was a kid growing up in Maroochydore, I used to surf with a, a guy who was part of my mate's. Um, a guy called Gary Elkerton, Kong, who went on to become like the runner-up world, runner-up in the world title race. Time, I think three times, and he ultimately won his first um, uh, surfing world title as in the Masters category. So mine's all about people that... Fuck, they're good, because I know you surf, grew up in Rishidore. I know you're a, you're a team, you're a speaker, and I know you, we both know who John Maxwell is. Yeah. And the first one was you played rugby with a guy. Was it rugby with a guy? Who, it, it's not rugby. It's rugby league. Right? Rugby league. You, you Victorians need to get this right. It's either league or union. So they're two completely different guys. So I can't just say rugby. No, it's league. If you're going to say anything, you say it's league. League. Yeah. So is Melbourne Storm league? League. League. Yeah. All right. Did you watch the league on the weekend? Oh, did you watch the union on the weekend? Two completely different sports. Okay. All right. John Maxwell, a truth, 100%. And the surfing is a truth, and I think the lies, the rugby, sorry, the union. The, the league. The league. <laughs> and you still can't get it. Still right. fucked it up. <laughs> All right. So in 1982, I played for Brisbane West Schoolboys at the state titles, and the halfback was a gentleman called Alan Langer. Oh, so, so that's the truth. So that's the truth. Um, Gary Elkerton, Kong. Um, Probably I stretched that one a little bit. I wouldn't necessarily call him a, a good friend. I played footy with him and I surfed with him, but I, I surfed with him and Kong was just a legend. So that's a truth, but I stretched it just a little bit by calling him a good friend. Um, and Maxwell is the lie because even, oh, though I, yeah. even though I spoke on a stage in front of you know, an audience of a thousand coaches in um, Orlando, I didn't share the stage with him. So even though Maxwell, you know, so many people say, I shared the stage with someone. The reality is sharing the stage is I'm up on stage with John Maxwell. That never happened. (laughs) Never, ever happened. I spoke on the same stage as Maxwell, but I certainly didn't share the stage. Interesting. Interesting. I thought you were going to tell the listeners why we're a day late on the uh, on the old podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we are a day late as well because 
we were going to do this on the Monday night, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I wake up Monday morning nice and early. I we've got uh, lorikeets that come into our backyard every um, every morning, and and they need to be fed. So I put out my lorikeets. I get my coffee. That's my time. It's just the calmer of the day. And my wife comes down and says, um, "Happy anniversary, Tony." <laughs> and I went. <laughs> <laughs> whoops and it's 29 years so yeah. congratulations i just thought that was something that happened in an episode of everybody loves raymond where the, the guy oh. forgets the anniversary yeah I, um, my wife deserves so much better than me mate, can, I <laughs> can i tell you she just really does she she's the most amazing uh woman i've i've known she puts up with so much she puts up with me and you know, I, I love her dearly, and yeah. So, needless to say, me scheduling to do our podcast <laughs> on the night of our on the night of our anniversary. Mind you, can can I just say we ran the New York the virtual New York City Marathon on Saturday, right? So, you run so well, you run it here. So, but in your headset in the app that the NYC. Uh, the New York Roadrunners give you, you're getting every time there's, you know, a 5K update, they're telling where you are in the New York Marathon. You've oh, got wow. people that have won it that are sharing. So it was really cool. It was really cool. But during October, Sharon and I ran two marathons. So we ran the virtual London Marathon. Yep. We ran the virtual New York Marathon. And in between those, we ran a half marathon. So it's probably the most we've ever, ever contemplated doing and and actually did. But, you know, needless to say, Monday, we were still incredibly feeling. I mean, even today, we're still, we're still not there. So um, we're just having a week off now just to let the body just say, what the hell were you guys up to? <laughs> Don't you realize you're in your 50s? Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know, which is really interesting because there was a guy that recently ran 50 marathons in 50 days. Now, can you imagine that? Like most people will like, like there's only 1% of the world's population that will ever run a marathon, which is 42.2 K. This guy did 50 of them is in this, 50 days. Is this Dave and, someone? Yeah, I, I think that, that, is his name Dave? I, I'm, I, it might be. I, I'm not sure. But he worked as well. So he was up every morning as an electrician, went wow. out on the tools, came home 3 o'clock, had a shower and went and ran a marathon, as you do. As you do. So, so that's, uh, I mean, for some people, I, I can't even contemplate that. I mean, a, a lady I know in Sydney, she did, um, just before COVID shut the world down, she did that seven marathons in seven days on seven continents. Shit. So they start they start at South Africa, um, Johannesburg, I think. Yeah. And then they go and run the Antarctic Marathon. Oh, wow. And so they they did seven marathons on seven continents in seven days. That just does my head in. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sitting here having a sook that it, we did two marathons and a half, two and a half marathons in a month. And then you've got some legends that are out there doing stuff like that. That just does my head in. So that's just awesome. Matt, what are you, what are you looking forward to over the next couple of weeks? 
couple of weeks. Uh, I can't think. I've got another couple of weeks, a couple of weeks off work. Um, probably just doing some things around the house, bit of maintenance. Um, yeah, not much. Going for more hikes, more skates. What about you? I'm I'm really looking forward to my week off, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm enjoying that. When's but Adelaide? I'm in Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. we, we're down there the 19th of November. The 20th is my birthday. The workshop's on the 21st. So if there is anyone that just happens to be listening from Adelaide, go to rubyredstar.com.au and book your ticket. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be an amazing workshop. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I love Adelaide. I actually don't mind Me Adelaide. Me too. So, yeah. uh, it's just, it's different. It's good. Yeah, I want to. I can't wait. I can't wait to get anywhere but Melbourne. <laughs> and one day the rest of Australia is going to say, "Victorians, you are now welcome." And yeah, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that day. Like so, this, you know, not being able to international travel, I want to make the most of traveling within Australia. Like, yeah, I grew up in Adelaide, and even though when I moved away, moved to Mount Canvia, still went up there. <laughs> things but yeah like i wouldn't mind getting back up there and just taking the beaches the winery the adelaide hills and yeah now i love my bush walks go go and find some up there absolutely maddie let's uh let's pull up stumps 45 minutes we've gone for tonight so good uh, as you know i've got um some stuff i've got to take care of so as always it's been a pleasure (laughs) matt bailey As always, episode eight in the can. If you do happen to enjoy what we do, go see a doctor, go get some therapy. (laughs) Yeah, have a glass of wine. But if you do, like it, review it, you know, wherever you watch it. I mean, um, it's just two blokes shooting the breeze and giving our thoughts. And, you know, you can agree with them or disagree with them. But that's the beauty of what we do. We don't, you know, we're open to listening to your thoughts and and sharing. So, all right. Another episode of Bailey and Curly Unfiltered. We shall see you all again soon. See you, guys. Bye. Thank God that's over. If you didn't like it, leave a review to warn others or share it with people you want to annoy. If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped, so you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.